This is HPR episode 2701 entitled First Impressions of the Odroid Go and is part of the series Hobby Electronics. It is hosted by DODD Dummy and is about 32 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is I ramble on about my first impressions of the Odroid Go. Today's show is licensed under a CC0 license. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello folks, Kay Wisher here to remind you that it's that time of year again. Time for the Hacker Public Radio New Year's Eve show. For those who don't know, on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2018, at 10 a.m. UTC, that is 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, We will have a recording going on the HPR Mumble server for anyone to come on and say Happy New Year and talk about whatever they want. We will leave the recording going until January 1st, 2019, 12 a.m. UTC, that will be 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or until the conversation stops. Please visit hackerpublicradio.org to find all the details and links about how to set up the PC Mumble client your favorite mobile app, the mobile server connection details, our Etherpad show notes, and the live audio stream if you only prefer to listen in on the lively banter. So please stop in and say hi, and maybe join in the conversation with other HPR listeners and contributors. It's always a good time. This is DODD Dummy with today's episode for Hacker Public Radio. Um, this is just a little uh, first impression slash review of a device I got. Um, I just got it in the mail yesterday or maybe the day before. Um, and uh, and I thought I would just give it a quick my opinion of it. Um, and it's called the Old Droid. Go, and the reason that I got it was that um, I had an old Droid C1 before, and I liked it. Um, I used it as a Cody box for a long time, and then and then I, um, I think it's doing duty in the Philippines somewhere, and I saw that they had this. And I, I've wanted for a while a Game Boy sized kind of thing for emulators. Um, and, um, and I actually I have like, uh, I got a Nintendo DS that I have emulators on, but uh, I still wanted kind of this, um, I don't know, the whole, the new Linux deal. And I saw this and it was $32. And I thought, well, all right, I'll spend the 32. I think it was, uh, 
I don't remember how much tipping was now, but tipping wasn't enough that I thought, oh, that's too much, so it must not have been maybe 10 bucks or something to tip. I don't really remember, but I'm pretty sure if tipping was 20 bucks, I would have not gotten it. So. Um, but anyway, I didn't really look at the specs when I got it. I just saw that it was emulator, and actually this is... It wouldn't be bad in my mind if the inside were uh, um, were an uh, R5 Mini, and uh, and actually I think there's probably some people who have bought similar things and shoved uh, the Raspberry Pi Mini in there. But um, it's good enough that it runs. So right now it runs. Um, uh, it's an NES emulator, Atari 7200, 2600, um, Spectrum, <coughs> runs Doom, and it runs Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Gear, SMS. Seems like I'm forgetting one, but, um, oh, ColecoVision. And it runs all those pretty well, actually sounds nice and slow. Every once in a while I see a feel some kind of a slowdown, but if I remember correctly, I think I felt that in some of the activities. But but it's actually pretty decent um, in my opinion. Um, and especially for those who like the classic. Now what I didn't see, and I was a little disappointed, I mean it's, it's my own fault because I didn't really read much about it. Um, I was hoping it would emulate main, but I don't see it's got a main emulator on here yet. But that could be that just nobody ported it. Um, and um, my suspicion is it should run main, should be able to, for spec-wise, but maybe not, um, you know, maybe only some of the more simple games. Which is fine, those are the games I pretty much want to play anyway. Frogger, Atari, or Asteroid, and those, you know kind of classics, but the, the the arcade version rather than the consoles. On the consoles, I like those. Anyway, this here was put out, and they're calling it the 10th Anniversary Old Droid. So it's in commemoration of the 10th Anniversary. Um, and it comes in kit form, but it's a pretty simple kit to put together. Um, having said that, I will... Uh, I'll kind of, and what you get in the box, you get everything you need. You get a, you get a lithium-ion battery. Um, you get a speaker. Speaker works pretty well. You get, um, it's two buttons, A and B, two game buttons, and then there's um, four other buttons. There's a volume button, a menu button, or menu flashback button maybe. Um, a select, and then a start. Um, and then A and B. There's no shoulder buttons, or this doesn't have four buttons, so these would be limited to two-button games, which kind of makes sense because, like I said, the specs are pretty low. Actually, I think it's at 80, me 80 megahertz to 240 megahertz, and it's it says adaptable, I think. Um, but so you get, like I said, you get everything you need to put this together, and the only thing that's missing is a micro SD card, which you need to su su supply. Um, and you have to download software from the Odroid, well, or other sites. 
um, and um, and so and it's built to put it together. Now um, you might well you might have heard me in the past complain about every time I take a device apart I break something. Um, I didn't break anything with this. And, I mean, part of that is because now I'm used to knowing how most of the little plastic things work, so I don't press them too hard. But it really is, like in ribbon cables, I, I a lot of times I have a tough times getting a ribbon cable in there because it seems like they just don't want to fit right. Um, and this one, like I said, it was built for people to put together. People who are not small Chinese women um, with tiny hands. So big sausage fingers like me can put this together. Um, and having said that, there's two things. I watched uh, a couple of different videos on putting this together. Um, one of them I watched was enough, and then I watched the other one just because I was on YouTube. And on YouTube, I usually put autoplay on, so the uh, so the next one came up. Um, and um, in both of these videos, did things they did some things the way I think was better, and some in a one that was not best. So for starters. Um, when you, a couple things in that one, you all of the screws are the same size, which I like, so you don't have to worry about the, you know putting the wrong screw in the wrong place. I had double the number of screws that I needed, which is kind of nice. Um, it's, uh, it's got like seven, eight, and nine screws somewhere in there, um, and. Um, and one of the guys pointed out that the, there's a screw in between the, uh, the the battery and the speaker. Both get their power pretty close together, and in between them, there's a screw goes in between there. So one of the guys said it. Um, he noticed. I didn't notice this myself, but he said he noticed that some people were missing that screw. So I thought I'd point that out. I might have missed it, but I heard him say that, so I didn't have a chance to miss it. Um, okay, so the one thing that I think you should probably do first is um, put on the the screen cover. I don't know what's the right word. So it's not the screen of the uh, of the of the actual LED screen, but the screen the outside cover. Put that on first. Um, is my recommendation. Um, so that way you don't, it's, um, well, I just recommend you put that on first. Um, the second thing that um, I recommend is um, screw the, at least put two screws on the main board before you try to attach the ribbon cable. So you can put the screen in and leave the ribbon cable out. The main board has a nice big, you know, space for it. And and what this will do, this will um, hold the main board in place. And and then you can pretty easily put the ribbon cable in. So uh, I watched one. I maybe both of them. No, I think one of them had this issue. The other one didn't. One of them tried to 
um, attach the ca ribbon cable for the screen um, before or before he had the main board secured, and so it was a little bit tricky um, doing that way because then you gotta, you know, things not screwed, you gotta fuss around a little bit. The other guy, he screwed it in first. I think he might have screwed it all in, but I just figured two screws would be enough to hold it. Um, and then you can put that in. And I, and the screen itself, in the screen that's got those plastic, um, there's a black bar and it slides, it slides out. It does, it's not the kind that goes up, but it slides out. And, and I don't, I doubt you'll have much trouble putting the ribbon cable in because I didn't and I usually have trouble with those. Um, it was a little bit tricky, but not really. Um, routing the speaker and the battery cables around the, the, the whole post there, but um, but you should be able to figure that out. It's not too bad. And it's only took me, even with watching, the, oh, the other thing that's nice about this is, you know, the slide button on the side. This one has one of those. You know, on some devices, it's hard to get that stupid thing in there situated correctly. Um, and that sometimes you end up breaking off, broken off even the slider, with the, you know, the bar that you slide it against. Well, this is built nice where it just kind of goes in and it's, pretty easy so the top plate has a has a space for it so um, so anyway they should all be designed like that in my opinion um, but it took me about 30 less than 30 minutes and that's with me watching a video a couple times um, like a 10 minute I don't know why the video was 10 minutes oh yeah I think he was talking about um, so that's the putting in and what I did was I left the um, of the outside screen, that the external screen protection thing, it has one of those temporary protection plastics on it, which I usually remove those. In this case, I left it on because it I can't see it, so I went ahead and left that on, um, and so that's the. Um, that's the putting it together, um, and I'll talk about what it comes with. The and the screen is, um, it's not too bad. I think it's 2.4 inches. And I saw one device, when I was putting this together, I watched a couple other reviews. It's just like I said, we're on autoplay. There's, an, there's another device that, um, the hardware, it's, I think it was 20 bucks. The hardware was better. At least the screen and the case seemed to be a little bit better. Oh, this isn't bad. But the screen on that one was 3 inches. So, I thought if I like this, maybe that'll be my next problem. I might wait till I see a hack of it. Because I'm pretty sure someone will hack that and put something else in it. So I could see, like, you know, marrying that thing with uh, a Raspberry Pi Mini, assuming that the, the ribbon cable is, um, can, can be made to work. Um, but the screen's not too bad. Uh, it's uh, any smaller, and I, I think it would be too much for my little eyes, or my old eyes. 
Um, so it comes with, um, and I don't like exactly the way the software is right now, but that could change. It comes with uh, six or seven emulators, um, and and they're all on like one menu. The, the, what I don't like about it is, you know, there's some other, some people are porting some other emulators to it, but you can't, there doesn't seem to be, well, there doesn't seem to be, be a way yet where you can just add those emulators to that same menu. So what you have to do is, you have to, um, you put the emulator on, and then whenever you boot up, you have to, you got to flash the emulator, so when you boot up, you, have, you press press B and hold the B that button down when you power it on and then if you, if you boot that way then it gives you uh, kind of like a multi-boot menu um, and then you select which one so like for example this has uh, I put Doom on it now Doom's not on the, the menu that comes with it so you, you put the you know you get most of these in their firmware files so they end in .fw um, and then so you select that firmware and it's got to go through uh, a, uh, a flash process and that actually takes a little bit of time you know 20 years ago I wouldn't have thought it was much time but, but now I kind of do um, and then even worse than the and the same thing goes for the Atari 2600 the Atari 7200 7800 uh, and the Spectrum and I think a couple others, those are, oh, you have to boot in that way. Now, the bad part is, if you want to go back to the, um, to the emulators that are installed, the NES, the Game Boy, and then you have to do the same thing, and it takes longer to load that, that firmware. I think that firmware load takes like a couple minutes to load, because it, when you, when you flash it, it like, and I think only on that one. I didn't see the other ones doing that, but maybe they do, and it's just so fast I didn't know. But it goes through like three cycles. It ver first it verifies, and then it does two steps. I forgot what one's called a verification. So anyway, it does two steps, and then it does three passes. Um, so, um, so that is kind of now. I'm hoping that I mean this is early days, so I'm hoping that some, that they'll figure out how to either come up with its own menu that you know somebody else's own homebrew menu that includes the emulators that are installed by default plus the other ones or um, or not. I don't know. It could be also maybe it's a size thing. Maybe this is. Um, Somehow, maybe all this has to go in, and there's somehow a limitation. That's a possibility. I don't know how. I don't know how that works. Um, but even that's not so bad. Now, what I did find on here so far is um, for the arcade experience, the one that I want to be like the arcade, like Galaga, for example, the 7800 emulator is the best on here so far. Um, now, and, and so, because I typically like the arcade games, and it could be that the ones that I was introduced, but 
I have some games that I think are arcade games, and I have some that I think are console games. So, for example, to me, um, Super Mario Brothers, even though that was definitely an arcade game, to me, it's a console game because that's really what I got used to and, and like. Asteroids, on the other hand, is it's an arcade game. So for Asteroids, the best one I like is actual Maze. Uh, and um, but in like the same thing goes for like Galaga, right? I I, I like Galaga. I like Gorf. I haven't seen the Gorf on here yet. But to me, Gorf is um, it's an arcade game. So I like I like to play Gorf on main, but not on you know one of the other consoles. Um, so I'm hoping that um, that there's a main emulator comes to this at least for some of the more simple games. Uh, I mean, this doesn't have enough power to play the you know the more complicated. It probably is fine for the games that came out in the '70s. But I don't think it would be much more than that. And the way this the screen is, some of those wouldn't be a good fit either, because I think some of the the bullets, the missiles on some games would be too small for me to see. So uh, that's something. Also, the aspect ratio. Oh, can I turn this sideways? No, I I don't. I bet it won't let me. If I could turn it sideways, that would be fine. Um, the button layout's not ideal for that because there's no not four buttons. You can't, you couldn't remap them to be sideways uh, very very well. Yeah. I could probably get used to it, but it wouldn't be ideal. But I don't, I haven't found a way yet to remap these buttons. Like I think so far, it looks like at least at this point in time. You're stuck with the A button being the A button and the B button being the B button. Uh, oh yeah, you couldn't do this sideways. Um, but yeah, I would say that um, this is pretty. This is worth the money. I would definitely say that. I don't know if it's the best one because I haven't really tried. Much tried these things out um, and I would say now the, the handheld system that I use like to use the most is a uh, is a Nintendo um, 3DS I think oh no a Nintendo DSi DX so like one of the big DSi's because that's the other thing I like. I prefer a big, a bigger um, handheld system. This one's almost too small, actually. This old old go to me, but it's not too small. But it's much more smaller, and I it wouldn't be comfortable to me. Um, but this fits in, in the shirt pocket, so that's kind of nice. And like I said, it's not too small. It's just almost too small for me. And so yeah, if you're looking for the you know, the, like this, I there's no way this would emulate like an N64 or PlayStation One. It's not that, and I doubt I would be even surprised if it's if it could emulate the SNES. Um, but it does it does NES good? It does that pretty good. But like um, 
played some Metroid on it. That was pretty good, pretty fun. Um, but I think, like I said, this I thought was worth the price. But I think if I was going to get into where I really wanted a handheld device for games, I think I would get something that's similar to this, but get one with at least four buttons, um, maybe even um, shoulder buttons, but um, it takes a bigger, uh, and I would probably go with a bigger footprint in general, a bigger screen, and, um, and maybe fit an actual single board computer. Um, but but I do think this is, is worth having, and, and it's a, a decent device. And this might be, um, I was going to say, it might be fine for kids. The only thing I don't know about the kids, and the, the, I guess I guess all kids are different, but the I would almost prefer if I were going to give this to like younger kids, um, that the the SD card was. You had to like open a cover or something to change the SD card because this SD card is kind of exposed. Um, so I'm thinking dirty, grimy, greasy syrup and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but maybe I'm just paranoid and kids are used to devices now and that's not a problem. Um, but um, but yeah, I think and what this de definitely did for me is it. It showed me that these devices can can be decent, and, and so uh, so I think. And I got my the currently I'm as you guys might know by now if you don't just automatically delete my shows. Um, most of my hardware, actually just about all of it, I buy secondhand, and so these days I I have. Um, probably seven to ten Nintendo DS, either DS Lite, DSi, DS DS Lite or DSis that I um, got for between three and four dollars, and um, and actually on the the two DXs that I got, I paid I have two of those. I paid fifteen dollars for one. And the other one I paid twenty five for, but the one that um, I paid twenty five for came with the um, the flash card too. So the flash card it came with, I think it was a RI four something like that. But it's the it the flash card itself is worth twenty five bucks. Um, so. So yeah, I would give this a definitely a definite buy unless you have some other device that does this, but it's pretty good and it um and um now it could the only way that I and like I said if I was going to do this the uh, uh, if I were going to actually get into this, I think I would get a, a custom built one or one that can handle uh, I'd probably pick a Raspberry Pi 3, but some kind of a Raspberry Pi just so you can be reasonably sure you can upgrade it in the future. Um, but um, a more full single board computer that can do more emulations and maybe run Linux native. Um, 
and for me that would be bigger but like I said for me the I I was fine with the game gear uh, that's uh, I bought game gear a long time ago um, back when they came out that's one of the few things I paid full price for and to me that form factor was fine so that just gives you an idea that today I would think that's too big but not that much too big like I said the 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 DSi XL is pretty big and that's not too big for me I it could go a little bit bigger and I'd still be fine um, so um, so yeah I'd say that I give this uh, this is a, a pretty positive review and I think it's definitely worth the the, uh, the money and it, like I said especially if and it's pretty thin too it's like half as thin as the original Game Boy um, I would say about half that big um, it's a little bit shorter too, um, but um, but yeah, I would say this is especially if you like that. Is that 80s? How old am I? Is that 80s or 90s console emulator? Emulators all the way up NES, not SNES. Um, except that I didn't see a an, uh, an Intellivision emulator for this yet, but I'm sure it could handle that just fine. Um, and like I said, I know people are doing the side ports. They're they're coming along, and um, and so far I didn't have any games that weren't supported of the ROMs that I had. Um, so, and I don't know how long it plays. I played it a couple hours. I didn't have any issues. So I don't know how long this battery lasts. Um, it it plugs in a normal USB cable, um, and I think that. Getting a new battery for this shouldn't be much of an issue. Um, replacing the battery is a little bit harder than it than it could be because you have to take the case off, and that's one, two, three, four, five, six screws. Um, but um, it seems like they could have designed it where you just slide a battery cover off, but but they didn't. Um, so. And then, char like I said, it just charges through a normal USB, micro, micro USB. Um, and the buttons seem pretty good. I don't know, I had any issues with that. I mean, I don't know if you played this day in and day out, but they seem to me like pretty much on par with Game Boy buttons. It's, oh, it's, 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 I guess I should say that, but this is molded plastic, it's not 3D printed. Um, so this would be a nice little stocking stuffer, and, uh, oh, the young kids, if this is too old for them, if they would consider this, these games not worth playing, I don't know, I guess I'll find out, so I'll probably give this to somebody, so, um, and I haven't had it long enough to know if, you know, if you have issues with the micro SD getting corrupted or not, where you gotta keep reflashing, you know, where you put the software back on, but um, it is micro SD, so um, we might have that problem. But so I don't know. Um, I haven't had it yet, but I've only had played it maybe three or four hours total, so I'm gonna chime in on it. And well, that's really about all there is to say about this thing. Um, oh, one thing I forgot. It has a header. Um, looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. And I suppose these are what do they call them? GIO pins. 
but and the header sticks out so you can access it from the it doesn't stick out it's flush with the case but I mean it's external so you can access it without going into the case um, and it actually came with some header pins that you can put on there um, I don't know if I'll be doing that but I imagine that that'll be useful for, for several people but uh, I'm just using this as a, as a game device and I doubt I used the And as far as fashion, I'm not a fashion kind of guy, but it looks like a Game Boy to me. It's clear plastic. What I think I could, might do is I might take this back apart sometime and spray paint it on the, on the inside of it so that it's not, not totally clear. I don't know if I'll do that or not because I don't really like the clear because some of the light kind of escapes out. So that, that bothers me a little bit, um, but it's not too bad. All right, that's enough for this episode. I'll go ahead and get this, uh, get this. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank <laughs> you.